Hardwood Boys, episode 44. What? what? Good boy, that's better than the Michelob Ultra. Hey, now, what is it? Beer. What are you drinking? I don't know, but it, the can's upside down. It's it looks printed like upside a down. hard lemonade. Yeah, it's not. It's not a hard lemonade? No. Vic, you need another beer? No, 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 I'm good. <laughs> I'm drinking my Michelob Ultra, if y'all want to sponsor us. And um, I'm, always. I'm, I'm drinking drink. uh, Michelob Ultra as well. Yeah, you I, get it? I don't change what I drink. I, I'm one of those guys. Did, did y'all... <laughs> Brandon will drink five different beers in an hour. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> I know what I like, and that's what I want. This is yeah. called Fear Movie Lions. Up, upside down. Yeah, it's, so you it's, have to it's be, printed upside down on the can. And it's got a devil with horns yeah. hanging. I mean, come on. Are That's you a Satan worshiper? That's like Satan worshiping. Have you all ever been to Graceland in Memphis? Yes. yes. Elvis is, Who both of y'all have been, been there? Yes. Yes, of course That's shocking been there. to me. Of course, I lived in Memphis, so I have went. Have you ever been to Elvis's birthplace in Tupelo? I've been to Tupelo, but I didn't go to his birthplace, his actual house. Why not? I know. I lived in Tupelo for a while working for the coffee company. Really? I still didn't go. Because when I grew up. You worked for a coffee company? Yeah, I worked for Standard Coffee out of uh, New Orleans, to where I was traveled the whole United States. Like y'all were like making the coffee up there; they were making it in New Orleans. Yeah, exactly. I was selling it around the country. That's not important. I don't want to get into that. I'm just wondering. That turns into a mess. I've always wanted to like roast my own coffee beans. Yeah, I didn't I, I've heard that is terribly like yeah. not fun. not worth it, and it's not, <laughs> not worth it. Just buy it; it's, it's cheap so, enough. It stinks. You Coffee's like, you, cheap enough. No, no, I mean not even the stink. It's just so hard to get even and good. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, yeah. When you go over the high rise with a north wind, yeah, mm-hmm. that that community coffee yes, right there, yeah, and you smell it and it's horrible. And I love coffee. Hey, guess who smell. started first? Standard coffee was before community coffee in New Orleans. I'm not Community a big Coffee fan of is the largest family-owned coffee distributor in the United States. Well, yeah, Standard's not family-owned anymore. I think they're probably public. Well, they traded, sold but, out, I'm but sure. But back in the day, they were before Community. Community based themselves because Standard was a, it was called Standard Company and they, they had a truck and they drove to everybody's houses. They had detergent, toilet paper, coffee. They made everything. Really, yeah, they had everything and that's how things were done back in the day. You yep. didn't have a supermarket. Yeah. You had a truck that came by and then it stopped in your neighborhood or down your street and you went over there and you bought what you needed from that truck. Um, so you didn't have to go to the supermarket and that's how standard company happened and then they sold a lot of coffee and so then they had a whole coffee division. Yeah, that's the only thing that survived after time. Exactly, because nobody wants to buy toilet paper out of a truck. You can just go to the store right Well, until COVID hit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. driving around selling toilet paper out of a truck would be awesome now. Start doing that now. Oh, well, we should have before. Now we got toilet paper everywhere. People are rolling kids again. I know, it's great. Yeah, I love it. I love to see the world going back to normal. Speaking of that, how is it you make it through homecoming week with no toilet paper in New York? Well, we hit right at the right time of COVID, I think. And you're an eighth grader. No, because she got rolled last year. Yeah, Really? As a seventh grader? Yeah, Yeah. because she's on the high school soccer team. Okay, but yeah, I guess. The and do you remember we went with the high school? We went with the rollers and rolled Shh, other people. I didn't. I wasn't. I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't there. <laughs> Y'all left right here with them. It wasn't. We helped them roll our own house. I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't here. We I, caught them, started rolling our own illegal. house, and then we went on. Nope, not me. It must have been your. It other, was you. It must have been your other hardwood boyfriends. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't. You had do the t-shirt on. Stop. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't roll people. Um. But that's all good. What are we talking about now? We were talking about... We were talking about horns and, and 
neighbors shooting deer that you're seeing type yeah. situation. Yeah, but the, everybody's got to deal with that. Oh yeah, so you, you, I mean, unless you've got like well, five thousand acres that you own. Yeah, and, you're in Texas. If or you've got a big enough property where they're not leaving it, you don't have to worry about but it. The, but but what I've heard is they uh, usually a buck other than the rut. Right, they, they a have rut their can go. Domain, yeah, they they don't go more than really a mile or two from where they're born. What's it? Once rut, it rut hits, takes them twenty five uh, miles yeah. away, but they will eventually come back as long as they don't get killed. Yes, that's what I've heard, but I don't know the science on that. I mean, Mississippi State does a lot of deer collar science stuff. Yeah. One square, but they're mile. also captured deer, which are not going to act the same as a deer. Yeah, a deer with wild. a collar on is not going to act the same. Yeah. No, but they've been actually like netted. Captured, collared, and they yeah, don't so act the same. They're not going to act the same. Yeah. Well, like one square mile is like eight hundred and eighty acres or something. Yeah. So we're right at our, our piece. Yeah, if, like if they were living in the middle. Yes. Yeah. 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 One dominant buck in the middle. He's not yeah. leaving their property. Yeah. But he probably is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're probably all on the outside. Because I mean, we've had pictures of six pointers and eight pointers that. We know we're killed because we've seen pictures of them. Yeah, yeah. of course. Our neighbors kill Because you probably don't hunt the edges of your property that yeah. much, so that's probably where they're – if they are bedding there, that's probably where they are. But I can honestly say, too, I, when I checked the camera from last January and February and that we left out on accident and just pulled it a, a couple weeks ago, there were 20 to 25 different bucks on that – on that card at that feeder during daylight and nighttime, 20 to 25 different bucks in January and February that I've never seen, I'll never see again. We That's just, always... It, they don't live there. Yeah. They, no, if they did, we'd have seen them by now. We <laughs> always <laughs> try to make sure we have cameras running after January 31st. Okay. Just because we want to see what survives. Survive for the next year. For the next year's yeah. month. We had 20 to 25 bucks yeah that was during the rut probably well yeah no 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 i mean maybe during the rut but some of them were at the end of january and february and they they were together they weren't chasing does to the feeder they were there eating again they were back eating and wherever they ended their rut apparently they all came to this one feeder and i was shocked i mean we had i sent y'all pictures of them there were three Mm -hmm. or four nice bucks and the rest were okay bucks which then are a year older now Mm -hmm. I mean, there was a bunch of the okay bucks, and I'm like, if they all stayed, live within a mile of that area, then we have 20, we have at least 10 good bucks right now, and I haven't seen any of them. I mean, we're not going to see them. That's, uh, unless so is we that the what camera. you're hunting for? Or no. is, are you hunting for me? I'm, I'm, I would have shot a nice doe in a heartbeat. Now, if a, if a big eight point walks out and a doe is next to him, I'm going to shoot the big eight point. I definitely want to shoot the trophy horn, but when I go, I'm going for the experience and the enjoyment. Like what if last it's like week. a little basket rack eight point? No, so I'm a, you're going. You're going I'm gonna probably step. let him go. Well, I definitely will let him. Go. Well, I mean, it depends on how. I mean, the way you were holding your hands, yes, yeah, I'm gonna let him little, go. A little two year old deer, but uh, you know. But if he's a nice two-year-old eight-point with a bow, you mean like a three or four-year-old eight-point? I don't know if, it, if a two-year-old eight-point that big on your piece of property, I would be shocked. Well, I'd like to age the the eight-point I shot that was in velvet like seven or eight years ago. Um, he was probably maybe three and a half year old, and but 
That was when he was still young and dumb and following the stupid guy in Dude, front of him. The, elven, the, elven, the velvet makes the horns look a lot Oh, uh, yeah. No, he was not a monster deer, but yeah. the fact that he was in velvet... Oh, I, I'm telling you right makes now. Makes him look bigger if, if and I, feel bigger. If I had seen... If I ever see a deer, it could be a six-pointer. If I see a deer in velvet, I'm shooting it. Yeah, no. I don't, I, I don't care. And I had passed up that morning a seven-point that was twice as wide as him. Because I wanted to shoot the ugly buck that was with the seven point. The seven point was at five yards with his head down. I could see the white of his belly. That's how fat he was. Wow. And he was a 220-pound deer. And I was drawn back on him and thinking, I'm going to shoot him. But it was only our second year at the place. And my first hunt the second year. And I have this huge seven point underneath my stand. Chocolate horns that are 19, 20 inches wide. Jeez. You know... 12 inches tall I should have shot because he was a mature beautiful deer and out of the corner of my eye I'm drawing back on him he's at 5 yards eating in the road next to me and I see this ugly buck that we're trying to get the bad genetics out of the place he had like 3 on one side and nothing on the other so it's like I'm going to shoot him he never stuck his head out from behind the bush you know he was he was the the guard for the big seven the seven was following him apparently and then he just walked off and the seven followed him so i had to let down and watch that seven walk a hundred yards away from me down the road (laughs) and going away and i'm like oh i can't believe i just passed up on that deer and messed it up and then within 20 minutes i happened to look back where they came from and there was an eight point or nine point rubbing his velvet on a tree trying to get his velvet off on a tree overhanging the road and I was thinking oh and that's 100 yards away from me I'm thinking oh I've just seen three bucks in the first <laughs> hour of me this hunting this is the greatest piece of property yeah, this ever is awesome. in the history of Mississippi and I'm thinking he's never going to come over to me he walked directly down the road to five yards the same place that seven point was I said well I'm taking him he was velvet nine and he's not huge Right. But he's a velvet nine, and I, of course, shot high. I hit him in the spine because he's at five yards. Right. I didn't aim low. I should have aimed low at five yards, and I hit him in the freaking spine and spined him and got him. But it still puts him down. It put him down. I had to shoot him again Yeah. Um, as he was down to kill him. But, okay, so that's horn hunting versus meat hunting. I, I'm, a bo- I'm a mix of both. I'm not I, out there I'm just for the horns. I'm a pure meat hunter. I know, but you didn't want to shoot the little one. You could have shot. That would have been meat. There's no meat. There's some meat. I forgot to mention this earlier. My my buddy Robert. You're still compassionate for what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to shoot a baby. Just for yeah. I don't even know why. It wasn't. It wasn't a spotted fawn. Yeah, and somebody else's property. I'm not going to shoot a small buck. Yeah, I mean, I get that too. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to shoot a small buck just to shoot it. I have nieces and nephews that want to do that, and I'm okay with it. But on public land in Georgia, oh, I'm going to shoot, shoot anything. Yeah. Anything no, I'm not going to shoot anything, but anything I'm going to shoot it. Yeah. My, my buddy Robert that hunts the WMAs, he, uh, he, he got a doe on Saturday afternoon. Um, <laughs> he, he hit her high in, in the spine. He spined her. Mm-hmm. So he, had to, he shot another arrow into her, and he was so mad. He lost one of the He's using a crossbow. But he sends me, after he kills that deer, he sends me a picture, uh, a little meme. It says, not all men were meant to be hunters. Some were meant to be gatherers, and it's Will Ferrell with a basket. 
<laughs> oh, with the little Dabby's outfit on? Yeah. He sent that to you? Yeah, he, he sent that to He him? sent that to me after he killed his deer because he knew I was in the woods hunting too. Oh, he's the, so, you're the gatherer. I'm the gatherer. Yeah. He, he you need to be picking berries, buddy, while we're killing deer. Yeah. I, I was like, he, he, he tried to call me and I, I responded to him like, I'm in the stand. And he's like. All right, done killed it. He's like, I, I'm part Indian. I, I haven't even been in the woods for 25 minutes and I already got a deer down. I'm like, dude. And so it, it's, there's a lot of luck to it. Oh yeah, uh, there's oh, so yeah. much luck to it. There's a lot of skill. There's a lot of preparation. There's a lot of oppor- you know you, but you have to make that opportunity happen. Yep. And then it all has to be perfect. Yep. I mean, it really does. Everything has to go your way for you to kill a deer with a bow and arrow. Yep. It really does. But okay. It's rewarding when you do it. Oh, it's yeah. so rewarding. And then you, when you have your kid do it with a crossbow, I don't. I, I know crossbow's not a bow and arrow, but a crossbow. If, it's that, that feeling of Georgia for, for killing a that deer. Little girl is pretty solid. Yeah. For getting Georgia to kill a deer with a crossbow was one of my most proud feelings. Jo- Michaela killing hers with the rifle was a very proud feeling too. Yeah. Uh, uh, it just is having your being with your kid when they kill a deer. It's it's a uh, and, and it was totally just me. Georgia couldn't even understand what I was going through. Georgia's going through her own thing of killing her own first deer. I'm more happy for myself. George <laughs> yeah. is tweeting it, Instagramming yeah. it. I'm just like, ah, I'm so proud of myself for getting this done with you, um, and getting you to get this done because it does take it does take a lot of work. It's a, yeah, it's some work. Um, but okay, we can move on from deer for now. And uh, I have a what do you think? Yeah, we hadn't had this in a while. Yeah, we haven't done this in a while. I don't know if y'all ever ever even heard of this thing. So my my. Uh, co-worker Sean brought it up today and he thought this would be an interesting topic it goes along with Bigfoot and unicorns and mermaids and aliens I guess we've never talked about unicorns and mermaids but aliens um, what do you think of the chupacabra have you ever heard of the chupacabra what? you don't even Vic doesn't know what a chupacabra is Brandon, you know what a chupacabra it's is some sort of dog thing it's a mythical beast I thought it was in South America. Yeah, it started in Latin America or, you know, yeah, it's somewhere. But now apparently they're seeing them in Texas. That's what they're the saying. Chupacabras? Chupacabras. I've seen a show on it, too. As soon as he said it, I was like, you are correct. That's a mythical. It's kind of like a Bigfoot, but it's like a dog creature that is that's killing, sucking the blood of people's yeah, goats. Yeah, it's like a vampire dog. Yeah, so we're going to let Vic look it up. He's our researcher. Um it's like a dog. He, he's like, this is BS. Vampire. So. A legendary creature in the folklore of parts of the Americas with its first reported sightings being in Puerto Rico in 1995. That's part of the United States, isn't it? Puerto Rico? It's one yeah. of our colonies. Yeah. One of our territories. Territory. How did it swim to the Texas? The, the name comes from the animal's reported vampirism. The chupacabra is said to attack and drink the blood of livestock, including goats. Do you not watch the Discovery Channel? You've never I heard of a chupacabra? I watch the Discovery Channel all the time. I and thought you this was to... older than 95, though. Yeah, 95 was I its first sighting. I thought they had, like, 70s and, and 80s horror Puerto films Rico. with it. Puerto Rico. But, but Chasing the chupacabra, a Lone Star State legend. Yeah, that's in Texas now. They say there's a chupacabra in Texas. Chupacabra call on camera in Houston. So look at that picture. Tell me what you think. I think it looks like a 
a, a mangy coyote without any uh, without any I think a hair. Chupacabra just came in the drop. That's yeah, <laughs> May. May's a chupacabra. Yeah. Yeah, look at that video and tell me what you think. It looks like a mangy dog without any hair and it's sunburned. You know, I mean it's is it is it sucking goat blood? I don't know. I mean I've watched the documentary and Discovery. I don't trust anything they say anymore because they've done mermaid mermaid channel. I mean mermaids were real. There's no mermaid channel. Mermaid we need to invent that. Hardwood <laughs> Boys Mermaid Channel. Have y'all ever watched the show Extinct or Alive? Extinct or Alive? Yeah. I think I have. Uh, I have not. Uh, dude, that's a pretty cool show. This dude goes out and puts all kind of effort into finding, finding these kind of things. Yeah, yeah. like 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 Ferdinand tortoise or like the ivory bill. Yeah, woodpecker. he did find the tortoise. Yeah, he found the little the, island yeah. in the Galapagos or something. Yeah, the, There's still he, that tortoise. He found that, there. that Ferdinand tortoise. Um, but he was looking for like he was in like the like Honey Island Swamp looking for um, ivory bill woodpeckers. I, so he hadn't found Bigfoot yet. Ivory billed woodpeckers, is that the same as a pileated woodpecker? No, it's different. The Did I, I sent y'all a picture of a pileated Pileated has a black beak. The ivory bill oh. has a white beak. Really? Yes. I might have one on picture right here. Y'all keep talking about something. I'm going to look. Me and Georgia, Georgia and I, hunting at the lick log, had a big old one of them big old woodpeckers laying oh, right next to us. They were going off when I was there. There's a it big like, old woodpecker. No, there were multiple. It, was like, it sounded like... Which ones are the most endangered, pileated or ivory The ivory bill is said to be extinct. Now, pileated. So I'm pretty is, sure you don't have that one. I yes. might multiple. If you got a white beard, I mean, bill, they were, then they were then. chopping some wood when I was up there. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's a white. There's a. I, I got to look it up. I'm surprised it's you like got trees standing long. out there. <laughs> yeah, with these dang woodpeckers. It sounded like there was like 15 to 20 just going at it. Where was this? This, this says this is a dog suffering from mange. mange. Yeah, yeah, that's what that picture looks like. Mange. But yeah. you never looked up any of the no. chupacabra stuff. Come on now. You got one lick in your hand right now. No, Maymay don't have the mage. Maymay is a chubacabra. So yeah, um, so y'all don't believe in chubacabras? I don't. Okay, well that's I thought this was gonna be a way more interesting subject. I um Okay, what's this woodpecker? I'm not sure if I believe in a Look dog at that, son that of a is dog. a vampire. How big that woodpecker blood. is. That is not an ivory bill, dude. What is it? Affiliated. You said it had a black beak. Well, a dark beak. The right. ivory build is going to be... That's a big-ass woodpecker. The oh, ivory build woodpecker... Yeah, it's a woodpecker. That's all Its beak's going to be white, white, like like an elephant tusk. Okay, but okay, that, that zoomed in to where you can't tell how big it is. That's like a dinosaur. <laughs> Look how big that fucking woodpecker is. I can't is. even see it now. Yeah. Look at the size of the trees. Mar- <laughs> it says I can't see yeah, it. I can't even see it. It's That's, like a pterodactyl. It's like a a two a foot and a half long with a big old red mohawk. That's a big ass woodpecker. It landed on a tree right next to us. I was like, "That's a pileated woodpecker." That's what I always said it was. Yeah, it's pileated. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, a pileated, not an yeah. ivory bill. No, it looked like a pileated woodpecker to me. Yeah, I don't know what pileated means, but I don't have a clue. I didn't name it. But I know we got them. I'm not an ornithologist. I don't know. And what's crazy <laughs> during during turkey season, you'll hear that woodpecker hit off on that tree, and you'll be like, you'll be hunting with somebody that doesn't yeah. turkey hunt. Oh, that's a turkey gobbler. It's gobbler. Oh, they're coming. <laughs> or, <laughs> or shit. We have we have we have so many at our place. Me and my dad for like three years, 
One I would, thought Coop was at the uh, on the property because yeah. there was so much chopping wood. One one hits a tree so perfectly that's so hollow it sounds like a buck grunting. <laughs> and me and Coot for years we were chasing <laughs> that buck grunting. It was like <laughs> we're like oh that's a buck grunt. Yeah. And me and Coot had talked about it. It's like did you hear that buck grunt? Yeah, I heard that buck grunt. So finally my dad chased it down one day. <laughs> and it was one of them big ass woodpeckers. Did you shoot it? No. Oh, you should have. He's like, Ken, the, the deer we've been chasing that's grunting like that, it's a woodpecker. <laughs> but you, you'll hear yeah, them. So. You'll hear them sound off like during turkey season. And, oh, yeah. and somebody that doesn't turkey hunt a lot will think, man, you're that, you're that gobbler. He, he's over there. And I'm just like, yeah, okay. Just, just hang tight for a minute. Let's see if one closer gobbles. Yeah, let's see if one uh, that sounds more like a gobbler gobblers. Or gobblers, gobbles. Um, so, what else we got to talk about? Um, I, I, I mean, we can just touch on this a little bit. I, I'm gonna try to maybe go fishing on Sunday morning. I, uh, you know, the weather's gonna be nice. It's warming back up a little bit. You're just saying that for Elizabeth because Elizabeth no, likes the fishing I'm, podcast. I'm saying that because fishing where? Quint, uh, we're gonna go to Gulfport. Uh, Quinn and I are gonna go to Gulfport Harbor uh, Sunday morning. Like Whale Point, yeah. I'll be working. No, I can't go. He, Quinn's got him a little 16-foot boat, yeah. and we had to go to my aunt's today. Um, she's older. She's 80, in her 80s. Um, and the doctor told her she needed to sleep elevated, so she tried sleeping with two pillows underneath her back, and she said it was horrible. So we went over there and put a couple bricks underneath her bed and raised it up for her, and so we were talking afterwards. He's like, man, I, I, we got to go fishing. I was like, I'm just glad you're finally inviting me. My other buddies don't invite me except for B. Um, you mean in us? Yeah, yeah. We've been once. <laughs> um, <laughs> that one time, maybe twice. So we're gonna we're gonna go uh, probably like Whale Point, Gulfport Harbor, and, okay, and see if we can't do. That's saltwater fishing. Yeah. That's not yeah. you're not crappy and uh, bass no, fishing no. there. We're gonna we're gonna see if we can't do an inshore slam to, tomorrow. Which I mean, explain the inshore inshore slam? Inshore slam is, is a speckled trout, uh, redfish, Bam. and a flounder. Flounder, um, yep. All caught. You know, on Wait, trip. which one do you yes. think is the hardest? The flounder. I think the flounder too. Um, but a lot of times the flounder happens first. Yes. <laughs> I know, but the flounder is, I think, is the hardest. I, I think so too. I, I don't know. I think the redfish is probably the hardest. Oh, the redfish is the easiest. No, not if you're fishing near grass and yeah. stuff. Yeah, you go up in the marsh. Um, the redfish will easy. The trout to me is the easiest. Oh, yeah, no. trout, sometimes I, I think the trout's the easiest. Sometimes. A keeper trout nowadays is tough to find. Yeah. Well, it's because you're using live bait. If you switch over artificially. I do. You are, I do I, get, I gave you what you needed for your birthday. I know. And I haven't even taken it out of the box yet because I want to keep what'd it. What did you get? A, 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 what was it? A voodoo mullet? A voodoo mullet. Oh, you got him. Yeah, I got him a voodoo mullet. I don't want to be catching jackfish, though. And spend it two catches hours. anything that's swimming around. You, you, all just, you need is the, the Merlewur top dogs. Have you a couple different colors? But I need to go out there at daybreak. Yeah. I, in order sorry, to make I don't work. want to catch a three foot long fish. <laughs> no, it was awesome. <laughs> we still haven't eaten that shit yet. Dude, we need to eat that the we, next podcast. We were we talking about this at the yeah. camp this weekend. Yeah. Um, we had um, a guy up there by the name of Miles Jones. Okay. Um, he's a dentist, lives over in Point Clear, Alabama. 
he was up there with us, and we got on the topic of eating jackfish, and I'm like, y'all can have the jackfish. He's like, oh my god, man, that jackfish. He and liked it. Trip and Jacob were in there, and they started talking about eating jackfish. I love it. I've never had it. I was it. like, I haven't ever eaten Jack- it. All I've ever done Jackie is loved it. taking pictures and dropping them back yeah, in the water. Yeah, we've never. Well, my dad ate one last or a couple summers ago. They couldn't catch any fish, and in the bay, they hooked a big one and they kept it because it was a bunch of guys on a big trip, and they hadn't caught any fish. So he cut it up, fried it in zatarans like I do the backstrap, like I do all my fish. He said it tasted great. Huh. It was as good as any backstrap. It. it was or, awesome. Really? Jackie ate it. She loved it. I got still got a chunk in my freezer from your jackfish. Yeah. I still got your neck meat. Did I give it to you? No. George's deer. I got the neck meat for Brandon. Oh, I didn't cut. He, he wants Tuesday. me to cut the, his neck off and bring yeah. it to him. Like well, a you, roast. you roasted bone in. Bone all. in. Oh, see, I just cut all the meat off of it and put it in the no, bag. No, that's even. Ooh. No, that's the whole point. You don't have to go through that effort. You well, just, next time I'm gonna just get some loppers and, and snip it off here. And next time, it off right at the base. Yeah. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Hardwood Boys Eye Podcast. We do appreciate you joining us. If you have any topics you want us to talk about, it be anything from chupacabras to bigfoots to aliens to hunting, more hunting, talking, more fishing, anything you want us to talk about. Um, send us a message on our Facebook page at Hardwood Boys Facebook page and we also have an email at hwboys2020 at gmail.com we do appreciate you listening remember if you're out in the woods hunting, fishing, anything stay hard <laughs>